0: Essays on happiness have appeared in numerous sites on the web and including Oprah.com and CNN. Kathy Kenny, who I had the pleasure of performing with back in the day, is an actress who's probably best known for her role as Mimi on the long-running Drew Carey show. Kathy has appeared in numerous films and television shows. She's a co-author of three motivational books for women and is also the star and co-creator of the award-winning website MRST.com, which promotes literacy, creativity, And the joy of reading for children. I'm going to open up the chat room. So if you're a member of uh, Blog Talk Radio, uh, feel free to join the chat. My chat opens up. There it is. Okay. And uh, let me bring them on. And let me see what order I'm going to bring them on. It's nothing personal. It's in the order. They're on my uh, chat room (laughs) and on my phone. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. Let's see. All right. Okay. Here we go. I'm opening your mic. Cindy. Can Hi, how are you, Nancy? Cindy? Yes, can
1: you hear me? <laughs> I
0: hope you like God. God save the queen. So uh, <laughs> that was for you both, and now I'm going I to open up along. Kathy's mic as well. You were singing along. Okay, here we go. And Kathy, Kathy Kenny is on the line. Hello.
2: hello. Hello. Hello, Kathy.
0: And I gotta say, I'm a big fan of Thursdays at four on Facebook. I love uh, wow. Queen of Your Own Life and i love the books i'm actually been giving them out as gifts because it's a great girl gift to give out that's one but also i just uh i just love it i like both of them and i love the quotes and just as as opposed to the news some positive affirmations to start my day with so let's begin all right uh, we'll begin at the beginning now Kathy we know you're an actress too but you and Cindy how did you come together
2: that's a good question uh we we've <laughs> known each other since college and uh, I always like to say that I I didn't like her at all Uh, you know I think it's important to see how things work in life because I really dislike Cindy a lot but uh, she's my best friend and uh, we've known each other now for I can't if I say how long it is it it will frighten us all because that means that we've known each other Nancy longer almost you know it's like 40 or 50 years covering my mouth because we've known each other for <laughs> well, a long time. if you think time. of it
0: in Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman years, then it's okay. Uh, we met on yeah. the Isle of Amazon. And, yes. <laughs> and you do that. So you met – now, were you both in theater at the time when you met, or you just became friends through a course?
2: Cindy was the actress, and I was a te- the technical director of the uh, Children's Theater, which was a big library show wagon vividly painted by children and I would drive around from small town to small town in Wisconsin hauling the show, which that year that I met Cindy was George and the dragon and everyone was dressed in costumes that were made out of felt. Now Wisconsin in the summer is extremely hot and humid and um, we had a lot of red faced actors and actresses in these very vivid, but really hot costumes. And uh, Cindy was like, Town wench number two or something, Cindy, weren't you? (laughs) I was a princess. Oh, princess. I'm so sorry.
1: It's how Kathy remembers you, town wench number two. Yes. I was going to say, and in my mind, I was a princess. I I could very well have been town wench number two.
2: Yeah, in a really hot costume, but it was, you know, this is a classic Wisconsin. We would pull into these small towns, 10 o'clock in the morning, start to set up the stage, and everybody was be getting ready. And there were no children, so I would go to the closest bar, which at 10 a.m. was indeed open. I'd order a beer, which I didn't even like beer, and I'd go, Yeah, I'm here with that library show wagon, you know. And they go, Oh yeah, let me make some calls. You know, and by the time I was done with my beer, I would go back and there'd be all these kids lined up sitting on the ground waiting for the show. And that was every single town that we went to. There was like no, no publicity, no advertising, just you had to go to the bar, you know. So that that was exciting, and so I've known Cindy, and I've known each other ever since then. And uh, she moved to New York, and I sort of followed. I still didn't like her, but when when I finally got to New York, then that's when we really became friends, and that's when we met you at uh, the Improv. Oh, yeah,
0: Uh, that's right. The First Amendment, the First Amendment. Funny ladies. Yes, and then you had another group um, called, and then from that, your group evolved into a group called was it Bell Jeff. What is it? Belgest. Belgest. Yes. What was the name of it? Mm-hmm. That was your group, well, right? Belgest, which was
2: yeah, another yeah, women's was. improv group? The problem was, you know, with you guys in First Amendment, there were so many talented people in that group, and, you you know, you took the class and you hoped that you'd be able to perform, but there were so many of you that were really talented that not, not that many people got to perform with you. I mean, I, I was one of the lucky people who actually, someone got sick, I think, and, you know, and I was allowed in, but... Uh, I mean, we ended up starting that first comedy group because there were so many women and not enough places to perform. So we, Cindy Cindy was, I think, Cindy and our friend Cynthia were sort of the brains behind that that organization, if I'm yes. correct. C- right, Cynthia Cindy?
0: Busby? Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes.
0: All right, yes, I remember it. No, it was very funny. And to this day, as I've mentioned before, I, uh, Tom Cruise and I cry when we think of, Kathy Kenny doing her version of the Red Shoes, <laughs> with her feet never stopping. She she died a thousand times on stage, and she would be dead, but her feet kept going. And we cried, we cry every time. All we have to do is say Red Shoes, and we both start laughing so hysterically. I love was,
2: I, was, I love that. I actually do remember that. And the one that I remember, and not, but I don't remember who was in it with me was uh, these old cowboys sitting around the range. Uh, who'd eaten too many beans and were farting, and uh, I just I remember that. And because it, this this is one of those uh, where you hear choir of angels, I stood up really fast, and I and I must have released like a pinched nerve in my neck. And in that nanosecond, my entire life flashed before my eyes, and um, and it was like I went, oh my god, why am I trying to hurry and grow up, you know? Why don't I just enjoy the moment? And my my whole life, just like swimming as a kid and playing the violin, and you know, and it was just just like that. "Ah!" And then uh, I went right back to like farting, you know, back around. Oh, man, them things are good, you know, kind of thing. But it it was such an epiphany for me. And uh, I have no idea who was in the scene with me, though, but I I was at that one theater. I remember it, you know, well, and then life moved on. Yeah, yeah. It was the theater 22 to Bond Street.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, we 22. were underground,
0: the worst neighborhood. That was a terrible <laughs> neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but it was a great experience. And it wasn't, yeah. there was so many talented people there was no way to get everyone on the stage. It was That's such a no way a uh, wellspring of of talent that I I'll see a video and I still am laughing from the 80s that how funny it was and how daring we were, because improvisation is such a great release, and um, Cindy, you went on to, uh, I guess, write more essays and using your, your background in theater, and um, Kathy went on, as we know, to just crack us up continually with her acting, and uh, also, uh, let's talk about your book now. I love the title, Queen of Your Own Life, Grown-Up Women's Guide to Claiming Happiness and Getting the Life You Deserve. So let's get a little uh, background on this. How you now you now 2 I'm going to just sum it up because I know you two stayed in touch with each other no matter what uh, East Coast, West Coast you were on, but you stayed in touch and you collaborated. So tell us
1: a little bit about the book. That was fun. I think it's Cindy's. Oh, I can start, Kathy, uh, oh, really? and then you can take over. Yeah, okay. I, um, so I went into uh, publishing. And I had about a 35-year career in book publishing. I was working at Simon & Schuster and Rodale and um, really doing well and having a good time with it. And um, the economy crashed in 2007, and me and about 400 other people in the publishing world got laid off. And I was devastated. And I really was laying around on a sofa curled up in the fetal position eating potato chips. Um, and and saying practicing saying, hello, welcome to Walmart, you know, because I I felt like that might be my only option now. You know, you're a vice president, and now you're working at Walmart. Um, And and Kathy, of course, as my dearest friend, was there to pick me up, and she said, that's nonsense. Uh, You didn't get stupid overnight. You just got laid off, and we're going to go on a vacation, and you're going to relax, and then you can plan the next part of your life. And um, we went to Prague, and we sat around in Prague, and we talked and talked and talked. And, Kathy, you should really tell about this part, because this came from the way we got to Queen of Your Own Life came from a ritual that Kathy does with her friends every New Year's Eve.
2: Mm-hmm. We, we have a big party, and um, we hand out cards, and everybody writes down on that card what they want to uh, keep that's still working from them for them from the last year, and what they want to ban or let go of, and you know. So when we got to Prague, you know, here's Cindy, who's and really, of course, there's nothing wrong with working at Walmart. It's just Cindy wasn't even trained to work <laughs> at Walmart. You know, she really all she could do was, you know, she was an amazing advertiser. She was in advertising age as one of the top you know, women in advertising a bit but I think award winning was
0: the word used.
2: Yeah. <laughs> award winning. Definitely. Yeah. But you don't you don't want her greeting you at because 'cause she'd probably be really cranky, you know. So um <laughs> but you know, so we end up in Prague, I drag her there. It's the beginning of December and we'd had the trip planned anyway. I just made her go with me and while we were there, every night we were there for seven days we would have this ritual because the very first night that we were there, Cindy said to me, I wish I had the courage that I'd had as a girl when I sold my bike and moved from Minneapolis to New York. And, Knowing her as long as I did, I could say, you still are that girl. You still have that courage. You just need to be reminded. So every night, sometimes over, you know, goulash and Pilsner and sometimes over goose and champagne, we would say to each other, what do you want to let go? What do you want to ban? What's not working for you anymore? And what is working for you? What do you want to keep? And the thing that we always, always wanted to keep was our sense of humor. Because if you keep your sense of humor, you can survive just about anything. And the, one of the many things that we wanted to leave behind was our feelings of um, insecurity, the fact that we didn't think that we were good enough. You know, we've always both been plagued with that. And, you know, that's one of the great gifts of aging. In the Midwest, I've cleaned this up, but we say you got to poop or get off the pot about how you feel about yourself. You know, And finally, in that week in Prague, we, we were able to just let it go. And every night we did that. And then when we came back, we felt so empowered. And we told all our friends. And they all said, well, we want to give ourselves permission to do that. And that's what started. We had started having crowning ceremonies, we called them. And then we just got tired of doing this. so many of them. We said, Cindy goes, let's write a book. And there you go, queen of your own life.
0: <laughs> you know what it, it, I, and, I and like it, about? It, because it just also, so happens. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Anyway, I was going to say, it
0: just yep. so happens
1: yep. I had just spent 35 years in book publishing. So yes. I
0: knew how we well, could do it. it. <clears throat> yeah. that helped. Well, you know helped what? Um, and by the way, uh, those of you who are listening, uh, this, this radio show stays online. So you can re-listen to it anytime. But they have a great show on Facebook every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, where they Actually, talk. At and at 3 it's p.m. 3 p.m.? 3 p.m., sorry. Yep. I think it's 4 p.m. That's today. okay. Uh, 3 p.m., but you can just go and yep. follow them on, on Queens of Your Own Life on Facebook, and also their website is of the same name. Am I correct? Queenofyourownlife.com, yep. yep. and follow them there Uh but the book is such a great book, and uh, they were talking the other day on the show, and they—I uh, learned something every show. And you guys said something so true, and I could feel it in this. You—you—you you, you almost got a um, a Game of Thrones, but in a good way, going on with the two of you, of two queens helping each other out. I will help you with your kingdom, and I will help you with your kingdom too. <laughs> and it's just, you know, you've got a great thing going on. But uh, you brought up the fact. Uh, Kathy, about having those people in your life who are honest enough to say, I can do this or I can't do this, but who are honest enough to be there. And that was on your show the other day, which I loved. Um, Do you happen to have the book in front of you, ladies? One of you? Uh, I I do. Cindy. All
2: right. She's good with that because Uh, I don't.
0: You don't have the book. All right, Cindy. Well, I mean... uh, Yeah, I do. You do. Okay. So if you would just... um, I love this. I'm just opening the book to, where's the page number, right here, 39. And you said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent, Eleanor Roosevelt. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: That is so empowering. And so, and and I know you say this is for ladies, but I think this is a great book as well for young women coming into Mm -hmm. their own.
1: You know, it's funny Definitely. because we, we pictured it, when, when we wrote it, we pictured it as a, a book for women, you know, in midlife. But what we found is that women were telling us that they were giving it to their daughters as well.
2: Because when, isn't and this because something you would have wanted to know when you were young? I mean, you know, it's oh, great yeah. to come to it in the middle part of your life, but just think what you could have accomplished if you'd known this when you were 18, or 21,
0: or, you know, when we all knew each other. Yes, well, 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 that's what I got out of the book. It's not just for, don't think you're over 30, you're over 20. I think this is a good jumping off point for any teen girl, anyone starting junior high, anyone, uh, just the affirmations in it are are so good. Uh, Cindy, do you have a favorite one, or?
1: You know, I... um, my favorite thing that we say a lot in the book and on the show is you don't have to be 21 to have your whole life ahead of you.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, that's been so important to me because I don't know about you, but I've reinvented myself about 20 times. I mean, you know, I started out in theater, and then suddenly I was in television, and then I was in book publishing, and then I was an entrepreneur, and finally I was an author, because that's maybe five. But the the fact that if there's any moment in your life that you're still taking a breath, you have an opportunity to do something different, Mm
2: -hmm. to reinvent yourself, so to speak. Yeah, who are you going to be when you grow up? over and over again. The, the
0: Queenism, there's two books, ladies and gentlemen. The two, Queenisms, 101 Jolts of Inspiration. Again, these are great. Uh, you know what? This would be great at a teen party. Just give everybody a book. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. It yeah. would be so nice. Be kind to yourself because you are worthy of your own admiration. These are just such positive yeah. affirmations. Whatever your age is, this is even if... Um, I'm just saying because, you know, I perform in every venue, but even when I do assisted living homes or whatever, it's like you you always have the possibility to learn something new or to do something different. It doesn't matter about your age. But what you guys have landed on is that there's not a lot out there telling you to be you. They're telling you to be pretty. They're telling you to be skinny. They're telling you to have a large following on Twitter, but no one is saying, "Show me you."
2: Yeah, I think and that's what I love about your
0: book.
2: Well, thank you. I mean, I think that we're we're part of a movement for uh, that women have mounted about being their authentic self. You know, you see a lot more. I mean, it's not just about diversity, but women of all sizes and shapes, and uh, it's it's not. Quite one hundred percent okay to be like that, but it's almost, and I think that we're part of that. And and the you know, there's that old um, saying, and of course now his name just popped out of my head, but you know, go ahead and uh, be yourself because everybody else is taken, and uh, mm-hmm. you know who I mean. He's just an Irish <laughs> writer, but um, <laughs> Don't
0: be yourself. Everyone's taken. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Everyone the, else is uh, taken, but, and that's, the that's it.
0: The positive thing about it, what I like about the book especially, as well as your show on Facebook, Queen of Your Own Life, you guys follow them there, um, is you always have something positive to say. And your book really got me thinking because (laughs) now that I'm at this age, and I I know people, other mothers that have uh, young daughters who are coming into, our culture somehow, without us watching this happen – has created a culture of women competing with women, not supporting women. So Uh young girls today are competing. You know, I have, oh, this many boyfriends, I have this many things, oh, I have this much jewelry, oh, I have this, I have all these material things. Instead of celebrating, that's great. doesn't matter if you weren't great at the recital. You went up there, you put yourself out there. But I feel it's a very competitive culture that is, somehow snuck up on us and uh, that we need more books like this. We need more books to be given out like this. as just part of, uh, hey, look <laughs> at this. This is a book just for you, woman, you know?
2: And, yeah, I think that that's a, a, a stereotype that's that's been out there for a long time, but it's still out there. And Cindy and I were just talking about this, that women are so catty and, uh, you know, that they don't really oh. – they're competitive and they don't help each other. And I think that one of the goals we had about – creating this place on Facebook was that it was a safe place, that it's a place where we hope that people feel at home, you know, women or men. There are men that come. We just happen to be, you know, women in our middle age, so that's who we were sort of geared towards. But the idea that, you know, even in this time of uh, this pandemic, which is just so uh, agonizingly uh, frustrating, that you can show up, and be of support and be of help to a stranger, to someone you know, and and that it's just that easy. It, it doesn't – you know, some people think that there's a finite amount of success and love and uh, peace and everything, and there's not. There's enough of everything to go around. If if You know, I used to have this thing where people go like, oh, my God, well, you're on that TV show, you know, and then they sort of hate me for it, and I'm like – I worked my whole life. And, you know, it's just what happened to me. It doesn't mean I'm any better or any different than anybody else, but um,
1: there's enough to go around.
0: It's like, and it's weird, too, because, uh, uh, again, another, like you say, you're on that TV show, or it's like one more person turned to me and said, well, what do you have to worry about? You're married. Uh, I still work. (laughs) I didn't stop living. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yes, I'm married. I'm a mother, and I like that. But I'll, I'll, I want to get everything in. And if we went over a little bit, ladies, don't worry about. The show. It might end, but it'll stay online. The full version.
1: Let's talk about the oh, Irma Bombach
0: Writers Workshop.
1: Ooh. Oh, this Cindy. This is the most, the most supportive writers workshop we have ever been involved with. And Kathy and I have gone all over the country speaking. Um, At women's conferences, uh, big women's conferences on the East and West Coast. Uh, But this beautiful little gem in Dayton, Ohio, is the most supportive uh, writer's workshop we have ever been involved in. And it's really a writer's workshop. It's really for people who want to write. And the people in this workshop surround each other, just what you were talking about, Nancy, just surround each other with support and affection. And when somebody from the writer's workshop finally publishes a book or an essay or, you know, does a new stand-up routine, everybody in this group applauds them online and supports them and shares it. Um, So we've been on the faculty of this uh, organization now for eight years, Kathy. I think, I think so, yeah.
2: Um,
1: yeah. And, and we'll oh, be How can they we'll get doing... more information? How can they get more
0: information about it? Uh, where, the... where should they contact?
2: It's the Irma Bombeck... Because you have a lot of sites. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> I've got, it's the Irma Bombeck Writers' Workshop 2022. And the, you know, the keynote speakers alone are amazing. But then it's the, it's the workshops and and the the people that attend this these are the people that we've just all been talking about you know some people who would be our women who would be our friends, there are men who come there and uh they just Irma bombek stands for any woman. any woman can write or entertain or share the ideas of her life or how she lives and that's what all of these women want that you know everybody wants to lead a creative life and the Irma Bombek writers workshop gives you permission to do that and puts you together with all kinds of women and men who want that same goal a creative life
1: and even if you've also, never published too, I, anything but you think you ahead. might want to <clears throat> I was gonna say uh-huh. even if you've never published anything and you think you might want to this workshop is worth it there's a wonderful comedian out of New York, Leanna Lord, and yeah. she's the MC. I know Leanna. It's, we, we perform together. She's <laughs> she was wonderful. It's worth coming to the workshop to see her alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, he's,
1: I he's mean – But we've been doing stand-up
0: together for years, so I, I know Leanna. Yes. <laughs> I know her from there. But I think, too, I love uh, Queen of Your Own Life uh, on Facebook because every time – I go, I, I tune in, I said, like, oh, it's on, it's on. I have it set to a reminder. And I go in, I feel like, did I just do a therapy workshop and not know it?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, we started you know out like doing it. and we laughed? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. We started out doing it because, it because somehow... everybody was blogging and we were blogging, you know, this was the beginning of social media. And Cindy, I mean, she shifted when she got over saying, you know, welcome to Walmart and eating the potato chips. She shifted and became a social media expert and really led us to uh, every, every bit of social media that we have. And um, we wanted to have a place for people who were fans of the book to come to. And that's why, you know, we still stay with Facebook. And I I think that, you know, this is a patting us on our back kind of thing, but I think that we have one of the most kindest, supportive uh, Facebook pages on Facebook. You're not going to come there and, you know, find porn or veer and, off. And
0: to. giving, and giving because you have giveaways yes.
2: every week. Yeah. 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 They're great
0: giveaways. And,
1: you ahead. we started these live programs the Thursday Live, because it was the pandemic. And it, we started in March of 2020 uh, because Kathy and I were feeling alone and isolated. And we thought, yeah. well, let's see if anybody else is feeling alone and isolated. Let's go live and talk to people. And we were just overwhelmed with the response, and so we just kept doing it. And we've been doing it every single week since then.
2: Mm-hmm. And we call so, it our Thursday something
1: family. You
0: said last Thursday <laughs> Last week, you said something that really struck a chord with me, and that was the setting boundaries, because I'm one of those people yeah. that I have a hard time saying no. And then, oh, that's how I have to say it. Okay. I'd like to. Maybe if I had more notice. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't have to watch your three dogs. <laughs> you know? Right. I, I have a hard time saying no. <laughs> you know? And I I'm think always, that we all, I you know, we dogs. call
2: it still... Uh... <laughs> resigning your, your membership as the president of the People Pleasers Club, you know, which is one of my personal yes. favorite queenisms. And uh, and that's what happens. I think that we all I know that I come from this place where it, you know, I wanted everybody to like me. And I remember being in therapy at one point and the therapist saying to me, there are lots of people who don't like me. And I thought, I bet there are, you know. And I held that <laughs> against him from that moment on. And uh, it only lasted about a week there. But you know that these are, there's so many great things about putting on years and aging. You know, and one of them is where you where you go. You know, as long as I love myself, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of me because you have no control over it. And they're all just coming through their own Rosetta Stone in their head. You know, and maybe they don't like people who wear purple or blue, and so they don't like you. But you're like, you know, being your own authentic self and living a life of truth is makes life so much more fun and easy and it's you know it's too bad if somebody doesn't like me but and
0: also in your book by the way uh one is quotes queenism is a lot of jolts of inspiration but in queen of your own life there's also uh involved stories and the evolution of how they got to where they got and how kathy had to go through all these horrible auditions and all the things that they they both (laughs) did to get where they are and there's, there's so many so many people uh, telling you what you can't do. And you realize your real friends are the people who tell you what you can do and take it can't yeah, be yeah. done out of the equation. And I those think are
2: the discovering people you who you you know, yeah, because... You know, I I was surrounded with lots of people that I thought were my friends, but they've made me. At the end of the day, if I was feeling bad and I'd call them, they would make me feel worse. I mean, sometimes I'd end up in tears. And I have a friend who said to me, "Why do you keep calling him? He always makes you cry." And I was like, "Duh," you know. But discovering what a trusted, agenda-free friend means, it you know, or how to get out of your own way was the other one. I was like, "Of course, I know how to get out of my." out of my own way, but I didn't, you know, I was, I had all that fiction, all those stories rolling around in my head. I'm not good enough. I'm not funny. I'm not this, I'm not that, you know, and, um, it's just amazing. The, well, I think how quickly we tell ourselves in the book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But in the book you really said, you know, you talked about going in and not being right for something or wearing the wrong outfit to an audition or whatever, but going in full force and doing it anyway and, and doing that. And as a, you know, too, with uh Cindy just reinventing herself like well, I can still write, <laughs> you know I can. <laughs> still, I still have thoughts in my head <laughs> i can I can put this all out there, and that's I think it, it's it's both of them are, are great books. I highly recommend it. recommend them you can use my quotes <laughs> so you can use what's the buzz new York as my quote highly recommend it a gift any girl thirteen and up to seventy eight I don't care it's just it's it's just as nice. Affirmation, and I want you to give now all your websites. Oh,
2: good, Cindy. You Cindy well, go for okay, it.
1: so it is uh, queenofyourownlife.com. dot com, and on Facebook, we are Queen. We're Facebook uh, forward slash QueenOfYourOwnLife, and on Twitter, ah, I got to look. I think we're Queen of own life because we couldn't get the your in there (laughs) and then we we also have an instagram
2: which is um, real queen
1: of your own life on it
2: it's real real queen queen. of your own life yeah because Uh you know people queen is not a word that you can copyright and we would never want to but uh you know there's lots of people that (laughs) that want to be part of a queenly community, and that's perfectly fine. But, you know, we, we, we're we really active on our Facebook page because we're trying to keep this, you know, large space on oh, Facebook right. that's Oh, wait, you
0: have healthy. YouTube, queen of your oh, own life. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: YouTube. right, we have a YouTube. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I mean, there's just some things <laughs> you, you know, can well. hardly fit in, and YouTube is one of them. But we have some videos there that we did years and years ago. And uh, if you want the most up-to-date, I think, I have to say, our queenofyourownlife.com, yeah. the website, and, and our Facebook page. Yeah, and, and Facebook,
1: too.
0: And then you could, you could direct message uh, the, uh, them and find out where the Irma uh, Bombek I can't say I love her, but <laughs> Irma Bombeck yeah. Uh, yeah. next one will be, and if you want to register for that. And it's just it's great. I love what you two are doing. I, I think these, these are two valuable books. For any women growing up, maybe some young men might learn from it, too. I don't know. I just I just, I keep putting it out there. That's what I have to say about you two. And I would keep you guys on forever because I could listen to your stories forever, but I will tune in on <laughs> Thursdays at 3 o'clock on Facebook to watch more. Other uh, books are available on Amazon, by the way, so you can get them there. I assume they're on Kindle as well. Am I guessing? Mm-hmm. Yep, Kindle? Kindle. All right, Kindle yep. as well. So check them out there, follow them, support them, and uh, get your friends to join, too. It's a worthwhile Thursday afternoon at 3, a cup of coffee, and you might win some stuff. I want to thank Ka- uh, Cindy Ratcliffe <laughs> and Kathy Kenny for being a guest today on our show, Queen of Your Own Life, Grown-Up Woman's Guide to Claiming Happiness and Getting the Life You Deserve, and Queenism's 101 Jolts of Inspiration, must-have books, everybody. Thank you, Kathy and Cindy, for being on today's show. Love it. I will follow you. Thanks, (laughs) Nancy. Take care. What's the buzz, New York, with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Big kiss. Bye-bye.